and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one hospitable page of Talmud every day. And in today's page, Eruvin 93, we read a little bit about welcoming in guests. I think it's a topic we all need these days, just a bit of good old-fashioned hospitality. Here's what the Talmud says. Rav Hoshaya raised a dilemma. What is the ruling with regard to residents who arrive on Shabbat, i.e., who join the residents of a courtyard on Shabbat? Example, if the wall between two courtyards collapsed on Shabbat so that new residents arrive in one courtyard from the other. Had these people arrived before Shabbat, they would have rendered it prohibited for the residents to carry in the courtyard unless they participated with the original residents in their eruv. Do these residents render it prohibited for the original residents to carry in the courtyard, even if they arrive on Shabbat itself? In other words, it's kind of annoying to have guests for the weekend, but how do we treat them and welcome them? And to answer this question, it is my pleasure to welcome Rabbi Rebecca Rosenthal, Director of Youth and Family Education at Central Synagogue here in the almost promised land of New York City. Thank you so much, Rabbi, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really glad to be here. So as I was reading through this sugya, it takes on, of course, a very different meaning in a pandemic, because when you read about the wall collapsing between two families, the first thing you think is like, oh, my God, they can't go near each other. They're not in the same pod. But I do think, you know, God willing, one day we will again be able to welcome guests into our homes. And so really thinking about, like, what are the consequences for both sides of the wall? What is the consequence for the people who are welcoming the guests? And what is the consequence for the guests itself? Especially, and this seems to be up for debate, if something changes on Shabbat, what happens if you get surprise guests? right before Shabbat or on Saturday afternoon. And I will tell you that as a parent of three kids, sometimes surprise guests are the best guests because you're like, oh, something to do and some way to occupy my children. But I think one of the things that we do have to always think about is when you're welcoming guests into your home, are you saying to the guests, well, you have to be in my A roof, right? You have to do things my way. Or when you welcome the guests into your home, are you saying, let's do a new Eruv together, which obviously you can't necessarily do on Shabbat in a strict halachic system. But if you want to sort of open it up and look out a little farther, the question is, when someone comes into your courtyard or into your home, are you saying to them, let's create a new community together or you're coming in to my community? And I think different people handle that in different ways. But Since I'm the rabbi at a synagogue and my job is to work with families, I always err on the side of let's create a new community together, that our community has standards and we have the ways that we do things, but we also want to be kind of adaptable and welcome people in and meet people where they are and make sure that people are comfortable, right? If you didn't participate in my original Eruv, I don't want you to feel left out. I don't want you to feel like now you're not in my community. So what can we do to really bring people in and make sure that they feel like, ah, even if I'm a surprise guest, even if I've never been here before, even if you might not have been expecting me or the wall came crashing down in the middle of Shabbat, that I'm going to be able to find a way to welcome you. Right. Here you are. Here you are. You know, I love what you're saying because it, it seems to me to acknowledge, as this sugya from the Duff acknowledges also, this notion of really the duality of the whole idea of guests, which one in the same time, even if you're being super charitable, 
it's really kind of annoying <laughs> to have guests. It's like a lot of work. It's people in your space. And at the same time, even if you're being, you know, super cranky, it's really delightful. It's welcoming people into your home. It's it's opening your house. It's it's kind of creating a larger and larger community. And this seems to really kind of acknowledge that, right? That, well, yeah, it's going to require work and negotiation, but that's the whole underlying principle of how communities are built. Right. And you notice that the Talmud doesn't say, well, send them away because they can't be in your courtyard, right? That the rabbis, I think, really want to find a way to make it work, even if it's going to be a little bit inconvenient. And even if it means, you know, not everybody will be able to carry from one courtyard to another or something that you were able to do before the guests came, maybe now you're not able to do. But it feels like the rabbis want to make it work for this group to be in community with each other. And I think one of the consequences, actually, of this pandemic is that we're going to have to refigure out how to be in community with one another, right? Like, I am dying to hug all of my community members, but it's also going to feel a little bit weird the first time we're allowed to come back together. And it's not going to be, it's not going to be like the wall falling down. It's going to be like brick by brick, right? We are able to open up and open up. Right. We, we've forgotten how to do this. What, what do we even do with our arms now? It's just weird. It's totally weird, right? Like, I think in the beginning, you were sort of holding your arms behind your back because it was so unnatural not to hug people. And now we're so used to it. And so what's it going to mean for us to rebuild community, actually, right? When the walls finally come down and we can be together, are we going to say, well, actually, I need to keep my space and you need to keep to your space? Or are we going to try, I think, like the rabbis on this DAF, to figure out a way to rebuild the community, even if it's not exactly the way that it was before or exactly how you thought it was going to be when Shabbat came in. And that's going to be a big project for us as a whole world, but also in each individual community. Well, may the walls come tumbling down. Rabbi Rosenthal, thank you so much for being our guest today. Amen. And thank you for having me. It was really wonderful to talk to you. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.